Good morning, Peachtree Church. I want to tell you a story about a pastor who called a family who had recently been visiting his congregation. And when he called, the phone on the other end was answered with a whispered, hello. Well, hello, who is this? Jimmy. How old are you, Jimmy? I'm four. Oh, well, can I please speak with your mother? She's busy. Oh, okay, well then may I speak with your dad? He's busy. Well, Jimmy, are there any other adults in the home there? The police. Well, well, can I speak with one of the policemen, please? They're busy. Well, Jimmy, who else is there? The firemen. Well, can you please put one of the firemen on the phone, Jimmy? They're busy. Jimmy, what are all of these people busy doing? They're looking for me. We might be just like Jimmy, hiding, lost, hoping that no one finds us. Who might you be hiding from? From a boss? From your spouse? From God? Why would we need to hide from God? The story of humans' interaction with God is recorded in the Bible, and particularly in Genesis 3, we learn of this encounter between God and people. The story tells us that Adam and Eve chose to deliberately disobey God's directions. And so sin entered the world, and they fell from God's grace. And the story we read says that God was walking in the garden and he couldn't find Adam and he called out for Adam. And this is how Adam responded. He said, I heard you walking in the garden and I was afraid and so I hid. Hiding from God. Every human being has been doing it since then. Every one of us, at some point in some way, have been hiding from God. There's only one way to deal with that hiding and that lostness, and that's to deal with its root, which is sin. So when we ask the question, why did God send Jesus? Why did Jesus come into the world? Some people might say, well, to start a revolution or to usher in God's kingdom or to teach us about God's love, to bring peace on earth, goodwill to all. All of those are great answers and all of those are true. But I want to take a minute here and I want to look with you at why Jesus said that he came into the world, what his reasons were for coming. And he tells us in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, Jesus says, the son of man came to seek and save the lost. It's the story of Zacchaeus. And Jesus went to the home of Zacchaeus and he had dinner with him. And the people of that time, oh, they were very upset with that. Because when you ate a meal with someone, you conferred significance on them. Table fellowship gave this implication of value 
And they looked at Zacchaeus as a sinner. He was an outcast. He was part of the enemy. Well, that wasn't news to Zacchaeus. He knew he was a sinner. He knew he was an outcast. In fact, he even says that. He says, I have wronged people and therefore I will pay them back even more than the amount that I cheated them out of. He knows he is lost and has been hiding from God. But Jesus says, the reason I came was to seek and save the lost. Jesus told us other reasons that he came. In Matthew 20, 28, Jesus says, For the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. So in a world where people jockey for position and power and authority over others, when Jesus' disciples were doing that, he said to them, It shall not be so with you. Because discipleship, this following Jesus, is not about power and prestige. It's about a servant-hearted giving up of rights to care for the needs of others. In John 10.10, Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Some translations say, and have it abundantly. So it's not just that Jesus came to give us life, but that Jesus came to give us full life, abundant life. And John also tells us in probably what's the best known verse in all of the Bible, John 3, 16, we read that for God so loved the world that he gave the reason God sent Jesus was because he loves us. God so loved all of us that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. But then get this next verse. It's often overlooked. John three seventeen. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. There's no reason for us to hide from God because God's not looking to condemn you. Jesus came to seek and to save those who are lost, those who are hiding. You see, friends, when Jesus was born, there was only ever one destination for him, and that's the cross. From the, from the moment he was born, he was destined to go to the cross. The point where God intervened in human history. And once and for all broke the power of sin that caused us to hide. That brokenness in humanity, that sin that separates us from God and sends each one of us into hiding just like Adam. You see, that sin requires a penalty. It requires that a price be paid. And so God sent Jesus to pay that penalty. Think about that. The very God that we sinned against became incarnate in the person of Jesus to pay the penalty for the sin that we had sinned against him. And the cross becomes the center point of all of human history. 
It becomes the defining point of our existence. The place where our relationship with God is restored back to the way that God meant for it. Back to the way that God intended it to be. Where we can be whole and complete people. And where we don't have to hide anymore. Christmas celebrates the birth of Jesus. It celebrates the one who came to save us. The one who came to take us out of hiding and lead us back into this right relationship with God. Jesus came to restore our lives to the way that God intended him to be. So from his birth that we celebrate at Christmas, there's this direct connection, this direct line to the cross and the resurrection. So at Christmas that we just celebrated, we celebrate the birth of a baby, the birth of Jesus, of God's love to us, of God coming to us, of God's incarnation as the son of God, as the Messiah, born as a baby. It's a remarkable story of God's love and God's grace and God's peace to all of us. So yeah, at Christmas, we celebrate a baby. But sadly, many people leave it there. They leave the baby in the manger. Oh, they might come back to it next year and celebrate that baby again. But sadly, so many people just leave the baby Jesus in the manger. But that baby grew up and he became a man and he was born for a reason. And that reason was to become the Lord of life and the savior of the world. This baby in a manger came to reconcile us back to God. And so we worship and praise and honor him for this. A baby who was born to die. Who was born to pay the penalty that we owe. Born to live in us. Born to find us in our hiding and bring us to God. And do you want to know why he did that? It's because he knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows us better than we know ourselves. God created us. And and because God created me, he knows what's best for me. He knows better than I know what is best for me. He died for me. And he wants to live in me and through me. See, Jesus knows that our lives will only work when we live them according to the way that God designed them to be. And hiding from God is not the way God intended it to be. Lost and wandering is not the way that God intended for it to be. The Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. And so, friends, that that hurt that you feel, that worry about 
about the future, that concern for a child, that issue of your finances, that brokenness and betrayal in a relationship, all of that hurt, all of that pain, all of that lostness causes us to go into hiding. Because what it does to us is it makes us begin to think, I've got to solve this. If something good is going to happen here, it's going to happen because I make it happen. I'm in charge here. I don't need God in this. I'm going to fight my way out of this. I'm going to find my own way through this. And all that hurt and all that worrying and all of that self-reliance is sin. It's hiding from God. You know, he, he has the wisdom that we need for every one of those situations. He has the directions and the steps that we should take. He has a purpose and a way for us that makes sense because he created us and he died for us and he was raised to new life to live in us. You see, Jesus wants to lead our lives, be Lord of our lives, not because it's a control issue for him. It's because he knows us better than we know ourselves. He knows the very best way for us to live our lives. And the only one who can find people who are lost, the only one that can come and find people in hiding is the God who created us himself and became incarnate as a baby himself and paid the price for us himself so that we could be back in relationship with God. You know, this Christmas, I have seen and I continue to see people who are hungry hungry for hope. I see a hungry world. I see hungry people. I have to admit that I myself am sometimes hungry for hope. And I see people who are lost. And I see people who are hiding. And I acknowledge that I myself sometimes am lost and I'm hiding. And so the good news is this. Jesus came to seek and save the lost. He came to take us from hiding. He came to look for people who are hiding like me and like you. And at the cross, to restore the image that God created in us. That's why God sent Jesus.
into the world. Will you pray with me? Gracious, loving God, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you for the birth and the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Thank you that in our lostness and in our hiding, in our brokenness, in our sin, you didn't leave us there. But you came to find us and take us back into a relationship with you. We thank you for Jesus. And to you we give thanks and praise in his name. Amen.